Yo, what's good with you? It's Nia Queen, and we are back for another episode of What's Good With You. And if I sound funny, it's because I completely lost my voice about three days ago, and mm. I'm finally getting it back. So I'm so happy because I'm starting to, you know, I still sound like a dude a little bit. Nah, but, I... um, you know, it's coming back. <laughs> it's coming back. And so I'm happy to be here. I got my guy. She- Chef Beans coming through with the mental cuisine. Did you lose your voice because of what the Beyonce tickets you stole? No, about no, 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 no. I-, I got sick last week, and then like after I was getting better, my voice completely gone. And my dad was like, "Don't you record your podcast this weekend?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, hey, "You sound bad." Mm. <laughs> I was like, "Dang!" But you know, tea, ginger tea, um, hot. Tea, coconut water, all that. Oh, doing that. And now I got my voice back a little bit. Some cough drops, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because the weather this in week LA. Has been gloomy. The weather in LA has been very tricky. I've been low key feeling like I live in Seattle. I am yeah. Raphael Sadiq live. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling that at all. My cousin told me yesterday that it was snowing in San Bernardino. I've seen what? snow. I've seen hell. I've seen a lot of different things. I don't know what's going on. They got that weather machine on. On random. This ain't California weather. <laughs> this is are we in Jersey? Yeah, no. <laughs> Jersey is at least like you can predict Jersey. We feel every season. Oh, okay. fall, winter, spring, summer. Mm-hmm. This, I don't know what this is. It did this did, yeah. This ain't what it looked like in the movies. So what you been doing this week? What you been up to? Um, this past week, I mean, I'm not really impacted too much by the weather and the rain. I feel like some LA like natives. Or just people, they they it's like the wicked witch in the West. They feel like they might melt if it rained because mm-hmm. it don't rain that much. I still been up to my regular one two, um, and primarily I've been like theater scouting for the next Transparency to play. Okay. I would like to ideally do that before June out here, and um, I started my TV screenwriting class at UCLA through that okay, extension congrats. program. So yeah, no, bad. Not okay, bad. Dog. Not to minimize myself, but again, what a lot of people know don't know from the play to transparency season one, two, and three, I wrote them in the notepad in my phone. What? And just sent the notepad in our iPhones. That's where I would just start off just writing everything. I'm just wow. like with thoughts popped up on my head. I would flush them out, edit them a little bit. And that's what I was sending out to Cass. I know Cass was used to big scripts or whatever, but I'm like, this is what I have now. Can you help me bring this vision to life? Mm-hmm. But wanting to legitimize exactly like my pen and my screenwriting, everything like that. I downloaded some softwares and I didn't want to just rely on YouTube University to learn these professional skills. I know some people do it, but right. I'm the type of learner. I want all the red line in the tape on to know this is horrible. Boom, send this back. So again, the, the screenwriting class has been extremely impactful and I'm excited for when I'm done because I'm gonna just make what I've already been doing before with the professional knowledge that I have now just making them right. make sense. And on top of that, Staying in optimal health, working out every day, developing a morning routine. I hope I'm not just like word vomiting right now. No, you're but good. You're good. It's like I realize areas where I lacked, where I could have improvement. And it's just all things are just like coming together. So that's what I've been up to. Staying off of social media a little bit and just like looking inwardly like, what do you need to do to be the best version of yourself? Right. And just just really just using social media as like a way to attract more commerce to my business. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about going back to school too a little okay. bit. Well, anything in particular, like a specific like like to course? be a psychologist. Okay. Because I feel that growing up, I didn't really have the confidence academically. Like I didn't think I was capable of doing that, so I was just like, "Oh, well, I'll be a therapist, and I'll just get my master's, and that'll be it." But right. the more that I get into my field and un- understand, you know, the brain, it's just like I need to sharpen my skills. Okay. Like I know that I'm a good therapist. I know that I'm talented and I help people. But if I had better education or more education, I feel like I could do way more right so you know dr king might be coming soon That's doctor all. yo you get that doctor <laughs> you know what i'm saying dr king might be coming soon um but other than that this week you know i was chilling for the most part because i i've been getting sick because of this weather and you know when you get sick you just have to rest sometimes right you, sit you, down yeah i always want to do 10 million different things i realized that my brain kind of moves kind of fast. I don't know if that's anxiety. I don't know if that's ADHD. I don't know what it is, but I had to rest this week. Right. I had to rest this week and now I'm starting to feel better. So, you know, March is going to be a good month. Do you feel like 2023 is going by fast or slow? I think that it's going by. Mm, or medium cadence. Well, I would say kind of fast for okay. me. Because okay. it's just like when you want to accomplish a lot of things, it just seems like time is not on your side. Right. You know, when you're not really doing anything, I feel like that's when time goes slow. But when you are trying to accomplish a lot of things, it just seems like, ah, oh, I didn't meet my deadline. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, dang, it's about to be March already. And I still didn't do what I said I was going to do. Right. So, yeah, I would say it's moving fast for me. And, um, you know, my job is super fast paced. So, yeah, I'd be like, dang, wait, y'all almost at spring break. And right. I ain't even finished working with y'all. I don't right. know what to do. So, yeah, it's moving fast for me. So you said this week that you heard a little story. Yeah. About uh, bully. Right. I did hear a story, a little quick little story. I'm sure we all have yeah. by, by this point. Um, Being a Jersey native, I don't really lean into all the gossip, all the tea. But my boy Michael B. Jordan being from Jersey, I like to kind of keep up with um certain people and recently there was a host like a, um i believe she does like red carpet events yeah her name is l'oreal yes l'oreal yeah. uh it came up or it was revealed that she apparently she she revealed that they used to like tease michael b back in the day when calling him corny school, yep. she is even an audio clip going out with her literally saying like yeah we used to tease him his name is Michael Jordan, he's not even Michael Jordan, all that. He used to pull up his, his response was kind of like, yeah, I was corny, right? Yeah, like, you see me now, though. Yeah. And, he and, and I he like lost that, up on her, for sure. I like that energy. Not even saying, like, that was his intent. Or maybe it was. I feel like sometimes, like, our intentions, not just wanting certain success, but it is for the people who said you wouldn't, or it is for the people who might have possibly counted you out. Right. I know I'm a reflection of that. And, like, not, and not even embarrassed to say it, but I think it was just very telling because yeah. if it's not karma or is, if it's not I told you so sometimes certain humbling moments do need to meet you for you to be like that was not nice right and that was not okay how do you and, feel about that she kid? actually has a podcast called bully and the beast so she's known for being a bully right and it's just interesting that 
it's a full circle moment. You're on my red carpet interviewing right. me about my movie that That's I my started movie in the back. And, and directed. And you're trying to interview me for your job. And you used to bully me. It's like, you never really know how people are going to turn out. And I think about that too, because I feel like when I was in elementary, people used to bully me. And now I look at them and they, they be looking yo, crazy. Yo, yo. I mean, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to sound me, but they they be looking a mess. But yo, you know you know what's funny about the uh, Michael B like red carpet situation. Right. Just reading the comments on the shade room, even someone said that was an opportunity to possibly apologize right. or hold yourself accountable. Right. But naturally, sometimes people just deflect or no, not me. No, I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that. What and the internet doing what the internet does? Pull up the clip, right. the exact words. Oh yeah, we used to tease him. And here we are. Yeah. You you people never forget how you make them feel. That's a fact. They never forget that. So even though, you know, Michael B. Jordan is this successful guy now and he's the sexiest man alive and he has all these things going, he didn't forget how how that bully made him feel. So it's just like I, I think that's kind of funny. Like I kind of wish to do that to somebody. One I don't day. think any of us ever forget, like you said, in elementary school. Uh, you were teased or different things like that. Do you remember anything like specific, or even if you don't want to get too much into detail? I got stories for days about this. what's something that was one of the first one that popped up on your mind that you remember eyebrows. Okay, now I got nice eyebrows now, but when I was a kid, my eyebrows was looking like Drake. Okay, okay, and I kind of had a unibrow too a little bit, but everybody used to make fun of my eyebrows, or they would say, "Oh, you would be pretty if you didn't have eyebrows like that." Dang. Right. Okay. So it was these group of girls that used to make fun of me in middle school and I just couldn't take it no more. So you know what I did? You shaved off your eyebrows. I put Nair on my eyebrows thinking mm. that I could shape them and then they would be skinny. Jesus. But you know what happened? No, I took the whole eyebrow. I had about this much eyebrow, mm. this much eyebrow left. And <laughs> I left the narrow all night. Now, anybody knows Nair, you're only supposed to leave it on for 10 minutes. Not all night. So I left it on all night. I remember I was in sixth grade. I left it on all night. I woke up, went like this, eyebrow was gone. Damn. Not, not just one, both of them. Both of them. You have no expression on your yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> you're looking like Caillou. And so I was like, what do I do? What do I do? So I just went to school. Why my dad didn't even notice that? I shaved off my eyebrows. He just sent me to school like, <sighs> you know, dads, they don't always pay attention to stuff right. like that. But I go, they made fun of me even more. Even more. It was like, oh, what happened? What happened? And then some of the other black girls were like, girl, we going to give you a marker. We going we gonna to draw your eyebrows in. We going to help you out. <laughs> my mom was so pissed. How long did it take for your eyebrows to grow back? I would say like six months. Mm. It was a minute. But luckily it was towards the end of the school year. So like I had the summer to like grow out my eyebrows. Right. You right. know, but yeah, that really affected my self-esteem. Like people really used to go in about my eyebrows. I hated my eyebrows. And I remember getting in the car that day, my mom picking me up. She said, she said, where, where your expression at? What the, what the hell did you do to your face? I was like, these girls bully me about my eyebrows and I think I'm ugly. Like, just let me get them done. She was just like, you are too young. You're too young. I was 11. 
But I begged her, and she finally let me do it when I was in eighth grade, when I was thirteen. But right. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'll never forget that. And I know some. I still know some of them girls, and they. Mm. Yo, that. I ain't gonna say nothing, cause you know I don't. I don't want God to punish me for talking about people. Right. But yeah, you know, karma. Karma catches up. Yeah. Karma catches up to people. What about you? Did you get bullied about anything? Yeah, I maybe remember- a head. Uh, yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> definitely having a big head. That's definitely was one. But you know, I don't, I don't think that was like the the crazy because I was usually smarter than a lot of people, so I didn't care. Oh, okay. And I'm like, gotcha. all right, I got a big head, but y'all, you got left back. Like I, I right, right, right. Like let let's get into it. <laughs> and then once I started like fighting, it was like a very sure. I was very sure with my response. Oh, blah 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 blah. Well, fight me then. <laughs> Whatever kid growing up in the inner city, I was taught to answer answer problems with physicality. But I remember one thing in particularly: I ate a lot of candy, and I had like a big cavity. I don't know which side of my mouth it was on, but I remember um, people used to make fun of me about it, and I used to laugh like this. I used to laugh like, <laughs> I used to laugh like that. So it wasn't until the two fell out. Then it was a gap there. Then I really used to... <laughs> the two eventually grew back, but I still laughed like that. Uh-huh. Then I think it was somebody, like my stepmom, somebody, oh, yo, you should smile more. You got a nice smile. Blah, blah, blah. That's why, you know, like I, I was attracted to your dad. His smile, I'm like, oh, word. Let me start his smile, boy. Y'all see. Jeff Beans ain't missed a beat since. But I remember that. What happened to that tooth? No, it was like a baby tooth. Oh, okay. It was a baby tooth. Oh, like you got veneers? Nah, nah, nah. I just honestly, oh, what else I've been up to? I went to the dentist a couple of days ago and they took out like one of my wisdom tooth in the back. So my face a little still like numb, but mm. adulthood, different yeah. things like that. And yeah. and bullying, I feel like kind of was I kind of was a bully too a little bit okay a little bit accountability Talk uh, about you it. know I'm accountable for my actions but I used to get in trouble a lot I used to get in trouble a lot and I remember the first time I got a referral was because I socked this girl in the stomach okay because she was messing with my friend now I don't even remember those girls names so you know it, it wasn't worth it but right. I just thought that oh if I if I hit her like that's it but I felt like at my school, I went to a Christian school. Okay. So at a Christian school, they don't have to go by the same rules that public schools go by because it's their own entity. Right. Um, And they were super strict. But I felt like sometimes other kids would do the same things I would do. And then I was the one that got in trouble. Do you think it was because you were black? Hell yeah. Well, um... I was the only black kid in my class until like, maybe third or fourth grade. Mm. But even when I would like back to my point, when I used to bully people or when I used to beat up people or take, take their stuff, I only did it because I saw other kids doing it and getting Mm. away with it. But when I did it, it was, Oh no, we're sending her to the office. Let's call her parents in. Let's, I was just like, dang, like I know that some of the stuff that I did was wrong, but also I always felt like, well, that's unfair because he did it. Two weeks ago, and y'all didn't do nothing with him. Right. But now, but they they wasn't trying to hear me. They wasn't trying to hear me on that. Um. Oh, I'm thinking about one specific thing before we get into our topic. But one specific thing when I was in third grade, I'll never forget. 
I cheated on a test. Mm. And the teacher caught me red-handed, right? And why did I cheat on the test? Because I seen somebody else do it and get away with it. Okay. Right? So, I'm... I'm and y'all, it was a, it was Bible class. That's even worse. Oh <laughs> my God, you were cheating, on was cheating on the Lord! Cheating on the Lord! Bible class, and we had to memorize verses and write it out. And I was I wrote it in another notebook, and I tried to like look under my desk, and then she caught me red-handed. And um, I remember when I got in trouble, and I was like, "Well, he did it. He did it two weeks ago, and he didn't get in trouble." She was just like, "I don't care. Nope, we're calling your parents." Oh man, I got a really bad whooping that night. Cheater, a cheater and a snitch. Yeah. I know. I yeah. was just, I was all just over the looking place. at you like, what, what is going on? I was all her? over the place. But I, I really always used to be like, well, why is it that I'm getting in trouble more for the same things the same that crimes. these other kids are doing? And I do kind of feel like it was because I was black. And I really kind of leaned into that. Like I was just like, oh, y'all don't like me. I don't like y'all. And I just was, I was, I was kind of disrespectful as a child. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was no, I was no teacher's pet. I didn't start getting my act together probably until the eighth grade. Okay. <clears throat> but did you go to private school? No, 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 no. I, I don't know what the outcome of beans would have been if I went to a private school. I don't know if it would have been for better for or for worse. Just because like. When it came to authority, I just I was a very curious kid. Like I I, I questioned freaking the the Bible or religion versus science. Like mm-hmm. as an early kid, like y'all talk about the Big Bang theory, how dinosaurs was here and then then they're extinct. Then y'all talking about Adam and Eve was the like which one was it? Right. I was asking these questions in like elementary school, so I would get trouble a lot from my my mouth. But now I went to uh, Camden City Public Schools and then I went to. Um, Still in Camden County, I started going, it's called Pensalkin, which is like a, a blend between like inner city slash like just very urban, a lot more diverse. Mm-hmm. Camden was meaning like black and some Spanish, Puerto Rican, Dominican. Pensalkin was like a combination of like mainly Spanish, black, Asian, a little bit of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did you get in trouble a lot growing up? or I got in trouble more elementary school when I was okay. living in, with my grandma. But when I started living with my dad, my stepmom, I didn't get in trouble as much initially. Yeah. But I think I eventually got my act together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a couple, you know, time one on ones with my dad. Right. You know right. right. I eventually was like, all right. But I think it was it was still like I I didn't feel like I, I didn't feel it was fair. Like you said, similar to like the things I was doing versus like what I would feel like some of my peers was do- going doing once I right. started going to like school. Worse. It's just yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? They did the same thing. But yeah, nah, I don't nope. Yeah, I I always got in trouble and oh man. <laughs> I used to try to like throw away the referrals before they get to my parents, but they would call home anyway. So it would just it would just mess me up. But I feel like back when we were in school, things were a lot stricter. Like it was like you can't do this. If you do this, then you're expelled or you're suspended. Um, yeah, I've got suspended a lot in my life. You got Elementary. suspended a lot. I'm talking about like for what types of things did you get suspended for? Primarily fighting. Like okay. I fought a lot in elementary school. Um, yeah, I think that was it. Like fighting, fighting. Yeah, I got suspended 
for talking back to the principal. And I was just like, really? That's what we're doing? Like, I, I felt like that was an extreme. And um, I see a very big difference with the kids nowadays versus back in the day. Because I feel like I, I would respect teachers just because they were adults. Right. But I feel like these kids today, they're just like, maybe because not the teacher calling them, be this, F that, whatever. And I was trying to figure out why. Why why do these kids have such a different response to the classroom than to when we were in school? And what I found is that they use this new thing called restorative justice. Okay. Do you know what that means? I, I, I've, I've done my research on restorative justice. Mm -hmm. I, I got a, another possibility of why, but we can start off with restorative justice. Okay. So basically in 2013, LAUSD started this new thing where instead of the zero tolerance policy of, oh, let's suspend the kid, let's expel them because that contributes to, you know, the school to prison pipeline. Let's try to do a restorative practice, meaning some type of behavioral intervention or some type of um, counseling. Right. You know, that's why I'm in the school. OK, so they do counseling. They do these restorative resets where they do these assignments about um, emotional regulation, conflict resolution, different things like that. And basically they can't get suspended. And I, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that, but basically they have to go through all these tiers in order to get to a discipline review board that will then determine oh, now you can get suspended, right? They're trying to not criminalize these kids. Right. Before I say my thoughts on that, what were you going to say? You said you think that it's another reason why. I, I think it's another reason why some some of these kids now uh, respond to education educators or like people of authority a certain way is the same reason why cops now are required to wear body cams. Back in the day, there was like no real level of accountability if there weren't cameras is using my word versus yours. Right, right. So when it comes to education back in the day, I remember like uh, I remember seeing teachers hit students. I've seen a lot of that stuff now. Wow. I've like literally seen it. So I feel like today everybody has phones now. Right. Or the possibility that someone may be recording mm -hmm. is what withholds the educators or the adults back from doing certain things. But I feel like now kids, the, the phones feels makes the kids feel like they have more power. Mm, okay. So I think that like, that's another approach to like why kids might act out the way that they do because of their access to information and things that they're seeing happen all over the world. And they're being, a lot of them are being raised by social media. Mm. A lot of them are being raised and in their households, not coming to everybody's households, but if there's households that may be operating in dysfunction, right. they're only going to repeat that when it comes to what they the what behavior. We, yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I never really thought about that, that aspect of it with the phones. But as far as the restorative part, I, I like it. I like it because obviously it gives me a job. It gives, it, the reason why there's more school therapists now is because of this bill. Right. But. I don't 100% agree with it because I'm like, where's the accountability? Right. I get it 
because, you know, I was that kid that got in trouble all the time and I didn't understand why I couldn't control my emotions. I didn't understand why I was having conflicts with all the teachers. I didn't understand. I would have benefited from some counseling or learning about how to control my emotions, but also I still needed to be punished to understand that that was wrong. But what what I think the reason why they started the whole thing was because it seemed like it was only happening to the black and brown kids. Right. So the white kid would do the same thing, like just like how I was talking about. The white kid would do the same thing that I was doing, but the black kid is the one that gets the punishment. Right. So it's just like, does it really help all the way if, if we don't have no accountability and we're just like, okay, let's give this kid, let's give him an article to read about conflict resolution, answer these five questions, and then we meet with you uh, once a week, and then and now you could go back to class. I, I don't I don't think that that's I don't I just I don't see how that is helpful. And as a therapist, I can't believe I'm even saying that because that's what we're here for. That's what we're supposed to say. But I'm just like, we need some type of you know, some type of I think well in, in my my dive into like restorative justice, what I found was there's 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 a triangle, right? Right. You have the the victim, the person who did it, the offender, and community. So when it comes to the victim and the person who committed whatever act that it was, right, they're more so looking for accountability, some level of accountability. When it comes to the victim and community, they're looking for some like they want to feel safe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then when it comes to the community and the person who committed whatever, it needs to be some level of like competency, like development. Like you right. need to know like why you did what you did right. was wrong. I guess that's like outside of the classroom. I don't even mean to like rear off. But when I think about it inside the classroom, let's say two people got into a fight. Right. You you can't just. Tell the person who 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 initiated the fight or whatever, just read this article and everything's good. Because I feel like there should be a combination of grace and accountability right. and like actionable steps without just saying like, oh, it is what it is. Right. There's a bunch of different practices. I've seen people implement yoga. I've seen people implement different like breathing practices. I'm still at the beginning stages of really understanding, I guess, the angle of restorative justice because I don't feel like things or people are always treated equally in the education system right. and outside of it. But I, 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 is there, how do I put this? Do we pick and choose when we want to implement restorative justice? I mean, it has to, it has to go across everything because okay. the way the schools are set up, they, they're not going to let you just punish this kid and then do restorative justice on this kid. Right. It has to be go across. But my question to you is, Let's say that you have a child okay. in, in school okay. and your child comes home and tells you, oh, this kid touched me down here, my private part, right? <clears throat> you go to the school wanting answers, right. wanting uh, the kid to be punished. Right. The school tells you, oh, well, we, we'll meet with the parents and we will do the restorative justice and he'll you know, get counseling and yeah, that's all that we can do. What what would be your response? I'll tell you what my response is, but what would be your response? No, no, the kid doesn't get suspended, does not get expelled. That th this is this is his punishment, the restorative justice. Um 
I think I didn't have a choice of what I want to do with my kid. If I want to pull them out of the school, if I want to, you know, like involve them into the possibility of homeschooling and just different things like that, because it's hard to really go against the grain of the system. That's systems that are set up in education, unless you're really willing to go. But I think in a situation like that, if I felt like there wasn't like proper due justice to my child, I most likely pulled them out of the school. And you know what I mean? I'm right. already thinking about like what homeschool would look like anyway. Right. But I, I think just thinking off the top, that probably would have been my response if I like just that utterly like. Right. And and, and th- I'm thinking the same thing, but I don't know. I'm thinking, no, y'all gonna have to do a little bit more than that. Right. Because my kid isn't safe. So you're trying to tell me that my kid is still going to be walking the halls with this kid. We don't know. Nobody's watching this kid. He doesn't have we don't alert security to how he's acting. And yeah, I just I feel like he should be punished because. If he was a little bit older, like that's that's an actual charge, like you can't just touch people in in that area and think that there's no consequences for it. So it's like I see I see where the kid might need some counseling because maybe he was touched. But we need some accountability. We need some accountability because 